Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support the Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at michaelblocktalk on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for this news, reviews, and interviews. It's my birthday show, and I'll cry if I want to. And baby, we get to celebrate a wild week in pop culture. It's time for the Bot 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, and it's fair game for Shade. And joining me this week, it's just the one and only Scout's Honor. Uh, it's me. Happy birthday. Thank you. I love um, a Michael Block birthday show. I listen, love me a Michael Block birthday show. I don't know where I fall anymore. Someone said, no, 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 you're not in your late 30s yet. You still, you're in your mid 30s. And I said, that's very kind of you, but I feel old. How old are you, 27? Yeah, let's go with that one, 27. Um, wow, yeah, I feel my age. <laughs> uh, when you hit your 30s, you'll understand. To, I mean, to be fair, my a friend of mine, when I first moved to DC, was like, 28 they were like the the later half of like being 28 is when you'll like really start to feel like oh wait maybe i am getting a little older and they were right on the money they were it's the the last half of being 28 i was like damn i'm not 21 anymore yeah yeah (laughs) all right we'll be taking five pop culture topics headline stories and rather than the usual rapid fire we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts there are lots of things happening in the given week so some of your favorite moments might not make it but if you want us to discuss something, reach out, DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. Wow, what a wild week. What a week. What a week. Even 2023 can't tame her. Britney Spears mm. is back in the headlines quite a bit in the past week, but we'll start with the latest. She has changed her name to River Red. Uh, well, at least that's what she said in a Manic Meltdown post that she danced to a song aptly named Attention. Her Instagram post claimed that she was tipsy and that may be the reason for that skimpy Coca-Cola two-piece that she stole from Scout's Closet. The hey post now. goes on to say that her being tipsy in the news exploits her past and is a clever way to make her look like a pardoned woman. The story she refers to is from TMZ, where she and Sam Asgari were at a packed Woodland Hills restaurant where she allegedly was talking gibberish via unrecognizable speech, promptly prompting Sam to abruptly storm out. Now, no matter what Brittany does, she is going to always be under a microscope. Is this fair or is this all just a reaction from her life, what her life was and how she's processing it now? I think, yeah, it's like leftover. It's weird. I don't know. And I'm, I've always been teen team chris crocker with this just leave britney alone you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you would no, be I... team chris crocker you would do chris <laughs> crocker for snatch game that would be a good one <laughs> Honestly, it'd probably be better than some of the shit we saw last night who didn't someone do chris crocker for snatch game maybe i don't, I don't know. know um but no i think it's it's weird i think like i think she, and she's mentioning a lot of the like things she shared that you know like she's still learning how to even like exist 
mm-hmm. outside of like what she's known. So I think it's hard when it's like clearly you're still a public celebrity. Clearly, people still want access to you, um, and you're still like navigating that. I cannot imagine the amount of pressure. Well, it's weird. Maybe it's here, here's weird here's for here's like a... that much attention to be on you. Well, here's an idea. Should Britney just go into hiding for a bit and just focus on her and her family and her her well being? Yeah, but I mean, I wonder. I mean, I'm sure that as far as just like mental health and whatnot, like I'm sure like isolating probably is just like one of the. It's like got to be one of those things that feels very similar to being like isolated by her family. You know, I, I feel like wanting to reach out and wanting to like have connections is part of this you know, rebellion in a sense of like pushing back against what her conservatorship was. Um, I think that there probably will come a time probably sooner rather than later where she does make that choice and kind of like pulls back. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not that she's alone now. She has her husband. She's very happy with him. So like, it's not like, Oh my God, I'm in hiding in isolation. There's no one there. Um, At least he's there to take care of her, be with her, support her. Um, and maybe, maybe not go to a packed restaurant in, in, in Los Angeles. Maybe just, Go get in and out burger. Bring it home. Have a nice night in night in Netflix. Yeah. I think I think she's. I mean, I think she's like you know she deserves to have a nice night out, just like the rest of us. But in that, sure, she knows that you know people but are. But she also has to know all eyes on her. Going to be cameras. Yeah, literally. All eyes on me in the center of the ring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the eyes are going to be on her, and there's going to be cameras. TMZ is going to have someone around her at all times. Yeah, there's no escaping it. So it's now deciding how you're going to conduct yourself. If there's something wrong with her, then then I hope she finds the help that she needs. If she's just doing this to get attention, well, maybe she's maybe she's the new Paris Hilton. Maybe she's acting this way. Yeah, but she probably won't vote for a Republican. Mm-hmm. Is that her new name? Or we is this a moment? What what's happening? Are we I calling know. her River Red now? I don't know. I'm a car I, I don't know. I'm gonna call River Red. um yeah uh what language do you think she was talking okay wait that was like i definitely read that like tmz like messed with the footage and it was like played Mm -hmm. backwards or something like that or some like weird thing fuck tmz yeah fuck tmz very that very that (laughs) i don't know like like, i can only like trust tmz so much you know it's like are there languages that you speak like do you speak klingon or like pokemon or similar the the weird language there is a weird language that i have that um i don't know if do you ever watch the tv show zoom on like pbs i know of it i was yeah i'm a little older than you i know you're a little older so I, i wasn't sure if I wasn't oh, sure if it was like a overlapping thing or not. Um, but on that, they had a language called Ubby-Dubby. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. And it's, I could st- I could still like speak in it now, but it's I like you like put it. up in front of every vowel. Oh, Lord. It's very, it's, yeah. It's, okay. it's, a weird, it's a weird thing, but I did learn how to, I did, my mom and I, for some reason, spoken up a W to each other. I mean, I'm not surprised. You are a stone. You know, definitely part of the character. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Britney Spears, I wish you the best of luck. I hope if you do we go love you, out, um, everybody else leave her alone. Pepsi Cola, Pepsi Cola, uh, two uh, piece next. Uh, all right. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's 2023, <laughs> and someone needed a headline. 
Don Lewis is alive and well and found in Costa Rica. Well, that's what Carol Baskin claims. In a resurfaced ITV interview, the Tiger King star alleged that her ex, who was declared legally dead in 2002, was in fact alive. She claims did not know of this revelation until the sequel series was broadcast in November of 2021, when this interview officially first came out. And of course, this started a flurry of fact-checking, which included the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office in Florida, partially shut down the rumors, though the investigation is said to be a high priority. Um, Don Lewis could not be reached to debunk the rumors as he, well, may be dead. It's wild. What do you think? Did Carol Baskin kill her husband? I, I never saw, I never watched Tiger King. Why? I was like, I missed it, which I, I, I was very... Were, you missed it? It you was intentional. In it was intentional. When everybody's watching something, when everybody's watching something, my very, like, my main instinct is to just be like, I'm not watching that. Like, I didn't, I didn't see Tiger Game. I haven't seen Squid Game. It's not like I, like, hold it over people. It's not like I'm like, oh, I'm better than you. It's just like, I'm a brat. You <laughs> said it, not me. Um, but I mean, I've, I've definitely, it's, you know, it was clearly the talk of the town for a minute um i clearly have i have context and i know like i know the story Mm -hmm, uh, but this mm -hmm. is hilarious i don't know i think it's funny i think it's hilarious to just you know hey it's january 2023 but he's not dead why not well i just like i mean i don't know how this story resurfaced um i like again this was an itv interview in britain so why it didn't get over here in 2000 21 when right nobody caught like right um because like it was on this morning and this morning is like a show that i sometimes will watch clips yeah like i I know of that show like um so again why it didn't catch on especially because that's when she was doing dance with the stars like there was shit going on with carol baskin we should have known about it um but there's so many things like i've read about this where it just doesn't line up like you're discussing like homeland security like things Homeland Security didn't exist in 2002 is what we're now learning. So, like, this letter that she may have had <laughs> may be wrong. Like, is she now fabricating bullshit? Like, this is wild. She is producing her own storyline. Literally. She said, um, I'm not leaving this. She said, I'm not leaving my storyline to God. I'm taking it in my own hands. I mean, could you imagine <laughs> if she was the killer, like, this entire time? And we all knew, but we all did nothing about it because she, she lived. She got to live a lush life. If she I mean, is, when you're the sanest of the insane people, you get away with shit. Why not? I mean, that's why you get away with a lot, right? Yes, that's why I surround my people with the. That's why I surround myself with the people that I do. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, obviously, you did not watch the show. I hope you do watch it soon. It's very good. Very good. Um. Uh, do you think the Tiger King saga is going to live on forever through headlines, or is this just a blip in pop culture? It definitely feels like uh like everlasting meme kind of thing you know like you're gonna be able to say Mm -hmm. tiger king and people are until until netflix takes it off of their service for to save money of course you know (laughs) i mean you know when we get to like i love the 2020s on um yeah i mean like the first line of the episode is gonna be like hey all you cool cats kids you know that's how it starts yeah right Um, and i think i mean even like the year 2020 is like that was like the first big thing that like everybody started talking about after the world shut down like listen it's triggering for me because i watched it with a certain person and (laughs) it's triggering being like oh i've shared that moment with you you motherfucker 
<laughs> uh, thanks for ghosting me. Um, but oh. yeah, I, I think Tiger King will live on for a very, very, very long time. And dare I say, where, where, where's the musical? Where is it? Where is it? It's workshopping in Chicago. It'll be in D.C. by the spring. <laughs> Literally. I mean, come on. Um, I can write a parody of it. Like, uh, as someone who loves um, Pirates of Penzance where's... and Gilbert and Sullivan, I, there's, there's a song, I Am the Pi- Tiger King. Like, there where's it is. The, where's the Drag Race musical? Where's the Tiger King Drag Race Um, No, they they, honestly, the way that Drag Race works, we'll get to it next year when they still think it's relevant. (laughs) We'll film it this summer when it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, literally. Um, Carol Baskin, um, you're a crazy cat. You know, I love women's stories are very important to me. It's true. It's true. I mean, to be fair, you are a crazy cat. You are a crazy cat lady too. I am Dash. Where are you? Yeah, where's Dash? I don't know. He's probably bothering cats. I two. Going on five. No, no, not yet. No, I have a boyfriend. Does that count? Well, if he's a cat, I mean that's that's between the two. He, he he's litter box trained. Yeah, that makes sense. So check this out. Hey, listen, nowadays <laughs> you gotta have a litter box trained boyfriend because there's a pandemic out there. Right. <laughs> All right, some serious news. Uh, shit just got real for Alec Baldwin. Following the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of the film Rust, Alec Baldwin and weapon specialist Hannah Gutierrez read will be charged with involuntary manslaughter. Santa Fe District Attorney Mary Carmack Altweiss stated that Baldwin's involvement as producer and actor who fired the gun weighed on the decision to file. The charge is punishable by up to 18 months in jail, a $5,000 fine under New Mexico law, and because it was committed with a gun, the charge could include provisions that result in a mandatory five-year prison sentence. Uh-oh. This is... uh, what's going to happen? I think this, I don't know, but I think it's like he's gonna weird. settle. You know, it's he's gonna settle. Weird to me, like I don't understand. Like I mean, I don't know. I, I by no means do I like like Alec Baldwin as a person. Like, I mean, he's kind of a piece of shit. But like in the same vein, I'm like, I don't think. I think it's a weird precedent to set of like actors being held responsible for like what ultimately know what my was mom, my someone mom else's job. Conspiracy theory last night. Yeah, I'm gonna hear my mom's conspiracy I do. theory. Um, she believes that Donald Trump paid this district attorney to set charges as payback for the impersonation on SNL. <laughs> and when she said it, I was like, that's crazy. So crazy. It that. actually could it's be true. Not, yeah. But I mean, so that was the other, that, that was like kind of even like tangential to like the next thing I was going to say is like, it's also, it also just feels like one of those, like, like, is this district attorney running for office next year? Like, yeah, are they are they trying to get a little bit of like, are they trying to get their name in the paper a little bit more, even if they know they're going to settle without Baldwin, right? The idea of being like, oh, I'm the one who like charged the the liberal Hollywood man with like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, well, I'm, that's that's what I'm not sure. Because um, I, before I like went on here and be like, oh, my mom's conspiracy theory, the, the district attorney is a Democrat. Um, still doesn't mean she couldn't have been paid well, off or something. <laughs> Um, but again, like there will always be scrutiny on the steps that led to this death, but I don't know as someone who's worked in theater and worked with yeah. 
props, I, I don't know how you can fully blame the actor here. It takes multiple people before it yeah. gets in the hands of an actor. It's it's a weird, it's definitely a weird precedent to set, I think, in the sense of like, like it, it never it never should have been his responsibility, even if there was like, right, obviously. And I think that the idea of them like specifying that like it was his involvement as a producer too, mm-hmm. being like you're at the top and you're the person who's like holding the gun kind of thing. Um, I think like at the end of the day, what I would love for this to do is like re like strengthen the systems on sets of like making sure that these things can't happen. But really of now course. it just feels like, it just feels like a, like like oh we're gonna make an example of it but i don't think there's actually like systemic change that comes from this it's just people being no. like oh, we don't want to be the next Alec baldwin and it's like i i, I like i f- i feel like let's say this was a movie produced by a random kid who was a star on zoe 101 years ago not nothing would have happened no one would have cared it would have been a blip and that's well we couldn't if it was jamie lynn we can lock her up well fair charger fair. um <laughs> violent but- charges because it's Alec Baldwin, I think there was definitely a precedent being set. And again, like I remember the story coming out and I had a lot, a lot, a lot of questions and there were a lot of uh, controversy about, well, was the crew overworked? Were they tired? Was it over budget? Blah, 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 blah. There was a lot of other factors, but that's behind the scenes. Why are we now making it the full? And and by all means, like those, like those things that did fall through the cracks, like I'm all for those being part of a public record Mm -hmm. that like goes on in court. But I think the idea of like the headline of this being Alec Baldwin charged with involuntary manslaughter is very like, I don't know. I just like, I wouldn't want to be an actor, you know? Right. I, I mean, like, again, right, the weapon well, specialist, the person, props anymore. Like the, the person who was in charge of the prop to and 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 doing all that. I understand that. That's a different conversation. Like she was in charge. That was their job. Yeah. That's their job, and they they failed, and it was fatal. Um, again, there are a lot of steps, even as a producer, for Alec Baldwin to get that gun in his hand. Yeah. Um, but hey, aren't we supposed to have the magic of cinema? Shouldn't we have fake guns anyway? What, I mean, was I, why was there even like a real bullet on the set anywhere right. like to begin with it, that's also yeah, again these are questions that like definitely should be asked and definitely should be like put on record so that like mm-hmm. we can be like this is what not to do and this is what we should not allow but the, yep. in the same vein i think making the headline i i mean i really do think he's going to settle there's not a chance in hell that man's going to be no. sitting in jail for something like this they're, and they're not going to want they're not going to want like open discovery hit, like on a movie set mm-hmm. like that hitting media no no, no not at all um there, there's there's going to be some deals being made and you know that that's fine that's the lifestyle of the rich and privileged um but alec baldwin um being more careful just everyone yeah literally anyone literally. anyone would have gone just <laughs> all right a careless whisper from a straight guy may lead to a gay guy on your case. White Lotus star Theo James said that he liked to play George Michael in a biopic of a musician, but Adam Lambert took offense to this by tweeting, yay, another straight man playing a gay icon. I roll emoji. But hey, I say, at least he's British. While it's no secret, straight actors have been known to take on gay roles. When it comes to recent biopics of queer singers like Freddie Mercury and Elton John, they were both played by straight men. Does it matter who plays a queer icon or do you think a queer actor deserves the role for their reverence and connection to the story? 
I'm like yes and no on this. Like I yes, there are there are lots of like there's lots of queer actors. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally kind of have your pick of the lot at this point when it comes to like openly queer actors or like in yes. the community. Um, but in the same vein, I think it's like a little like let me put my name back in the press of Adam Lambert to be the one to be like, I'm mad at this. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not like you're going to get the role. Right. I, mean, I don't think he's advocating saying that I should be playing that role. Like, no, I don't think he's saying that, but I, I understand what he's trying to get at. Like, I know. If you're playing like, like, like a, let me a, stir the pot. Oh. <laughs> if there's a queer character that's original and written for screen and it's played by a, a straight actor, it's a little different because it's not a revered yeah icon. it's not like a queer life um, that was lived yeah right there's something about the story of george michael that i think needs someone who yeah. can actually identify with that struggle and that internal battle i mean he he there are going to be people watching it who love george michael and they were straight women um but he was <laughs> not that kind of person for them but like i mean this is the same thing for adam lambert he lives the life where there are a lot of um fat bags who adore him and that like i went lies. to a, a a cd signing of his once and like literally it was a sea of women didn't and when we, he got to me he like spoke to me because it's like finally one of me didn't we see adam lambert we did see the adam lambert yes we At did like five in the morning yes we did it was a lot of fun Yay, pride um <laughs> that's but, right it was pride. right um no but like that's what i'm trying to say it's like he knows better. He knows the struggle of being a queer yeah. artist. I don't think he would be happy if a straight man played him in the movie of his life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think there are like there's at this point, there's enough queer actors that like it it shouldn't be like a chore or hard work to like right. find, find someone. But, I mean, Theo James it was was wonderful in White Lotus. I don't think I've seen him in anything else. I'm sure I have. Um, love that first episode. Yeah, right. Uh, but sure, he kind of resembles George Michael. He likes George Michael. He, he said in his Watch What Happens Live interview that they're both Greek. Is that really just the only connection you're going to have to the man? And that's why you think you play him? That, that doesn't do it for me, you know? You know, they both spray Windex on cuts and bruises <laughs> yeah there it is um i don't know if i have an answer for this but who would yeah. you like to see play george michael um and will you wake me up before we go go see the movie wham wham um yeah i'm very like i agree but i'm also like i don't know it's i don't know who could play happens. george michael i don't know i, I don't know who to pick find Find a newbie. Let a Scarlet newbie Envy. take on the role. Yeah, sure. Scarlet Envy is George Michael. Not British, but let's go with that. Um, listen, George Michael can be your father figure. <laughs> oh, Lord. He's got a good songbook. Very good voice, he too. He does. He does. Um, he really just said freedom. 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 Didn't he die on Christmas? Isn't that? Right? I'm not wrong. Last right? Christmas, he gave you his heart. The very next Christmas, he died. Whoops. Whoopsie. Oh my God. I can just go on and on. <laughs> um, maybe I'm just getting hung up on song lyrics. Let's ah! move on. 
Uh, walk into the tour purse for a spitch. She's Bob the Drag Queen and she canceled her sibling rivalry tour to swap out Monet Exchange with Madonna. Bitch. It has been revealed that Drag Race winner and We're Here star Bob the Drag Queen will be joining Madonna on the celebration tour. Who better to go on tour with a queen who will lip sync the entire time anyway? Right. Um, will anyone on this podcast be attending this tour? I'll be there. Scott, you do know uh, this is not Lady Gaga, even though they have the same I do, songs. I know, I know. This is this is uh blasphemy. This is this is Gaga with the rhinoplasty lip filler, <laughs> cheek filler face. Yeah. I mean, even just the photo you have behind you, um, that's not human. She's an alien. Yeah, bitch, she's, she's a Duna. She's here from her own planet. No, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'll be seeing her. Do you every... know what you're gonna wear? Uh no, I don't. Will you be walking into the uh, venue purse first? Should I wear a kimono? Do you, you think Bob's gonna? Do you think Bob's gonna wear? A kimono? No, Bob <laughs> is going to wear the Boy Scout uniform. The Boy Scout. Maybe that's what I'll wear. I'll wear my Boy Scout uniform. My Cub Scout uniform. Um, first, let's talk. Do you expect Bob to do stand up, lip syncs, or both in the opening set? I feel like it'll be like a little like fifteen minute like. Yeah, I think get both. I feel like we're yeah. gonna get like Bob's gonna be on the mic. Bob's gonna give us a number. Bob's gonna be like wham, bam, boom. You know, drag mix explosion at the end. Here's a couple jokes. Give it up for Madonna. You know, like yeah, probably. I think that's what's, what it's gonna be. Because uh, again, Bob very good at stand up. Very good at stand up. Um, I just don't know what the clientele of this concert is gonna be because this is the celebration tour. This is four decades this, of music. This is the um, greatest. Madonna's hits, had. A lot of different kind of fans. Yes, she has. Which is why I was like, I don't know. I was like really gagged to like when I when she announced it and I read it. I was like, bitch, that's like huge. Like, I mean, I am very much like, I think that more musical artists should be like connecting with drag artists to go on mm-hmm. tour. Like, it's a. I think it's a very good match for like beneficial for everyone involved kind of thing. But nowhere in my like wildest dreams did I expect the first like instance of this to be madonna going on a greatest hits tour and having bob the drag queen open right like that's insane right. um but Let, for let's bob. play that fantasy <laughs> let's play the fantasy what other drag race stars would you like to see open for iconic pop stars or um, stars or rock stars um i'd like to see um scout open up for Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah um people would leave the listen i'll, I'll be on a greatest hits tour yeah, probably, maybe. Um, I so here, here's my here's my pitch: Trix and Mattel opening up for Casey Musgraves. That'd be, that'd be cute. That'd be cute. That'd be fun. I think that'd be a cute, Kiki, or Marin Morris. Marin Morris can do it. Uh, can um, be the oh, story I, she goes I actually on. Do love Marin Morris. I do um, too. The, we only um, got ten seconds of her on Drag Race. <laughs> well, there's only ten seconds per person. Such a fucking joke. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure someone like Shangela would go on a tour with like some big pop star. Well, I mean, I mean, I remember that like small tour that Miley did when she released mm-hmm. um, Dead Pets was like she took what House of what was the House of Edwards at the time. Right. right. Um, but no, I think it's like I hope that more artists. No, there there are definitely a lot of pop stars nowadays who I think would do that. Like I think someone like a Katy Perry would bring a drag artist with her. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like a Dua Lipa. People like who owe drag artists nowadays a lot mm-hmm. of respect for making um, sure their music is bops. Uh, Muna when they toured in 
uh, England had Bimini open for them. Like Bimini Bamboulash. Bimini Bamboulash. Um, don't care about drag race no more. <laughs> she doesn't need to. She got bigger bags. <laughs> she she got she got the dodo. She got money. Um, she got money. Um, but so it's definitely like I'm like yeah. See, this is like such a good, good idea. I love it. I'm so excited for this tour. I mean, what are the like song? Uh, I also my friend that is also seeing um the same show texted me like an hour after we got tickets and was like, wait. I don't want this to be like two hours of TikTok Madonna. And I was like, I think, I think we'll get like real Madonna. I think she will sing her songs. I think like we might get like a line or two of like material girl, <laughs> you know, like it might happen, but I don't think it'll be the whole thing. Okay. So let, let's discuss Madonna music. Obviously, 40 years, four she decades got- of music. So much. What are some of your favorite Mudana songs? Um, I mean, like, one of my favorite Madonna songs is, like, A Girl Gone Wild from MDNA back in, like, 2013. Okay, okay. Absolute, absolute incredible song. Um, no, I mean, like, Like a Prayer is, like, one of mm-hmm. the most of timeless course, songs of, of all time. Like, um, yesterday I learned that Prince was on the guitar for Like Look a Prayer. I did not know. Um, obviously, uh, hopefully, she will have some homosexuals do Vogue with her. I was literally going to say, I was like, I feel like Vogue, I feel like that's like Bob could easily be in that number. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, obviously, we love when she um, tried to do an ABBA song. <laughs> I, I mean, hung out past that. Like, listen, so I, I was at Heaven in London, the biggest gay club in all of Europe, and they start playing the opening of the, the opening uh, beats of that song. I was like, hung oh, up God, or give me, give me, Madonna. Give me. They're going to play Madonna. Nope, they played ABBA. They played ABBA. I was like, thank you. Uh, I'm in my home. Not only did they play ABBA that night, they played a remix of Bohemian Rhapsody. As like, I think London is my place for music. Um, stop playing the crap in America. I have a very important question for this tour. Mm-hmm. Will Michelle Visage meet Madonna? If Bob is nice, she will let like, Madonna and in my head, Michelle I was like, meet. wait, this is it. This is the moment that like mm-hmm. Michelle Visage has been waiting for. Yeah. Um, if there are a lot of Madonna fans out there and you want me to do a Madonna episode and we can do like an official showdown to determine the greatest Madonna song, reach out, let me know. Um, and again, it's a celebration 40 years. I think it's a perfect time to do it. Um, maybe maybe you can do it. I'll, I'll, I'll Let's get it started. Um, I think it'll be a fun little podcast because uh, I really want to dive more into music on the podcast because I love music. I'll do an entire show down of best ABBA songs and I will fight people. My, my boyfriend is going to... My, my boyfriend's going to spend the summer learning her entire discography. Does your boyfriend not know who Madonna is? Uh, familiar, but... Do you know what your first Madonna song was? Because I do. My first Madonna I, song? Like, I, the moment I knew who Madonna was was when I heard music. Um, it was on the, now the first, I, I would say, like, my first exposure to kind of like, oh, this is a song, it's by Madonna, oh, this is who Madonna is, was Vogue. Mm-hmm, fair. Um, so you are a homosexual through and through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was right out the gates, yeah. All what right. Was your, what was yours? Music. Oh, music. Oh, love that. Literally, the song Music. Love that. That was this like early 2000s. Um, I will also say 
so music is probably the song that got me kind of like into Madonna again after I like had started really getting into pop music and it was because of Peppermint. That's her. She nice. killed that song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Rest in peace, Cynthia Lee Fontaine's career on Drag Race. But they didn't even show her in the previews for that. I was like, oh, God, it was so no, they didn't. Oh, Scotty. But love Madonna. So what are you looking forward to next week? Um, Next week? I don't even know. What am I doing next week? Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but besides me getting ready for the Glam Awards, what? where I'm going to lose to Money Exchange and Lee Bunny. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm going to look so good. Um, I got that. custom ounce accessories. Ooh. Um, they turned it out for me. It's going to look so that. good. I can't wait to reveal oh, it. We love custom. Um, yeah, that's what going on. Mm, excited for you. That'll be fun. And I'm going to make my birthday the rest of the month. So celebrate with me, people. My favorite thing to do last, like when my birthday was on a Wednesday last year, I was like, mm, two birthday weekends. It's true. It's true. All right. Where can we find you on social media and Venmo? Find me on social media at Scout Sonner. Um, the Venmo. Guess what? Guess what? She booked. She's booked. She and guess what? She's booked twice. <gasps> oh my god! I'm booked wow. once in February and once in March. Once a month, Queen. Oh, she is back, baby. She's back. Well, I I hope I hope I get to see you perform live this year. Oh, that would be wonderful. I'll come visit DC. Um, um, I you can find me a trade on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh boy, I will pass on that one for sure. <laughs> Scotty, always a pleasure. Thanks oh, for being always, here. Until next time. Bye. The biggest thanks to Scout for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.